tell you that together we are unstoppable. During this season my goal is to provide you with stories from amazing women and business owners which will help you to adopt, grow and exercise that entrepreneurial spirit and mindset that already exists within you. I hope these stories allow you to learn, scale and become more resilient. I hope they can show you how to build your dreams and open doors. Remember that you already are exceptional and you deserve to sit at any table you desire to be in. You were meant for greatness. So let's get loud. Own your today. Own your story. And let's build together a better tomorrow. Welcome to another episode of Transcend with M. And with us today is Maria Davila. And I am so happy to have you here, Maria. How are you? Good, and you? <laughs> I am good. Now that we're talking and excited about learning, you know, certain parts of your story. I know we don't have all the time in the world to dip, dig, you know, to and, and mm -hmm. to kind of like get it all out. But I think you have an amazing, powerful story that people needs to hear. So are you ready to tell the world who you are? Yes, I am ready. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So, you know, a little bit of the background of Maria. She, she is a very well accomplished individual, brilliant person, and she owns a couple businesses and helps a lot the Latino community, you know, not only building their businesses, but maintaining their businesses and making sure that they are um, financially sound. And she does a lot, a lot more than that. But, you know, what intrigued me about Maria was her humility. And I want uh, you to hear her story, her background, because I think, you know, you will be moved about everything she has to share with the world while still keeping that humility within her. So Maria, tell us a little bit about you, your background, who you are. <laughs> well, Maria is a mother of two. I have two children who I love very much. And this is the reason why I'm a business owner today. Um, as a mother, we all look for a job that can actually work around our kids' schedules. So I knew it was hard to maintain an eight to five job or an eight to six. Um, so I decided to start my business around my kids' schedule. So everything started when I was very young. Uh, I, we moved here to, um, actually we moved to Connecticut in 1989. 
and I was only 11 years old and my mom didn't speak English. So um, I had to help her um, and I had two siblings. So as the oldest in a Latino family, you know, we are responsible for our younger siblings. So I had to raise my brothers and sisters. And uh, while my mom was going to school and working, um, we would barely see her. She was working 16, 18 hours between school and work. So I was those 18 hours being a mom and a sister and a cook <laughs> while mm -hmm. a student. So that was my entire life till I was 18, but I was lucky enough to find a community called Latino Development, youth, Latino Youth Development. And this company assisted children like myself at age 12 um, to become camp counselors. And like that, I was able to bring my kids with, well, my brother and sister, who I call yeah. my kids because I raised them with me. Yeah. And um, while I was working, making money to help my mom, I was taking care of my brother and sister, so it was a win-win. And used to, we yeah. used to travel everywhere. They used to take us to the park. They used to take us to, um, you know, to see animals and stuff like that. So we yeah. had a lot of fun. It was crazy fun. And yeah. um, then I started volunteering at the local nursing homes. And my mom was a CNA, so she used to bring me and my brother and my sister and then i would do the elderly's hair and their nails and that's how i like to uh, you know i love what i did so i started working with people and i got closer to people and i said hmm, this is what i like doing i like giving back so mm -hmm. by the time i was 18 i graduated from high school and i wasn't allowed to go to college because i was still raising my brother and my sister if i went to college it will put yeah. a burden on my mom. I needed to make money. So I went to vocational schools and I took business law and graphic arts. And that's how I was mm -hmm. able to work. Um, then uh, after that, I took other programs and I have over 25 certifications on different uh, fields. And yeah. that's how I built my business. So in 97, I moved to Massachusetts and um, I started working with a gentleman, um, Mr. Valentine, he passed away recently. And this okay. gentleman approached me and he loved, I was working at a school and he loved, loved how I treated people. Every morning I would walk into the restaurant and say, good morning, everybody. And then I would buy my breakfast and I sit and go my way. And he kept watching me. And I thought he was kind of creepy because he kept looking at me. And I was like, one day he approached me. He <laughs> says, what do you do for a living? And I looked at him and I was like, wait a minute. Uh. <laughs> He goes, listen, I love your personality and I'm opening a physical therapy office and I would love for you to be the face. And I said, really? He says, how much you get paid now? And I told him, he was like, how about if I give you more money and you start the business? When I went there, they didn't even have an office space. They were still building it. So he gave me his credit card. I went with his wife. We got everything for the office and I started everything from zero. And they loved me. I started writing for the newspaper about chiropractic and physical therapy. I ran the office, I did marketing. So I built that office. It, we got so busy that he moved me immediately to management. I wasn't there not even a year. He already had me in management. And then I started training people and then he paid me to get certifications on how to be an assistant for physical therapy. Um, and then from there I moved on and uh, I trained his daughters and then his daughters took over the business. 
And um, after that, then I moved on. I went to other chiropractic offices and then I learned how to be a biller. I learned how to do chiropractic and I learned how to do physical therapy and I learned how to do so many things. So I freelanced for attorneys and I loved it because the attorneys were paying me good money. And I was like, wait a minute, this is good. So I knew who I was. So they were like, Maria, have you thought of opening other offices? And I said, no, he said, how about if we pay you and you travel all yeah. Western Massachusetts and Connecticut and you start opening more offices for us? So I did that. So they were paying me for the hotel stay. They were paying me for traveling. It was amazing. I was gaining so much experience. And yeah. Dr. Langlitz, um, he's amazing. He has always been with me. I met Dr. Langlitz when he freshly got out of school um, from the chiropractic, uh, doctor of chiropractic, he had just graduated. Yeah. And I met him and we clicked right away. And um, we became good friends. And when he opened his business, mm -hmm. then I went into working with him and I started doing management and marketing for him. And we were together for like 20 years. And he said to me, well, Maria, why don't you open a business on your own? You've been running businesses for everybody and you are freelancing for everybody. Why don't you do it for yourself? And yeah. I said, I'm kind of scared. I'm scared of doing it because it's not the same thing of having a steady income than right. having your own business. He said, you could do it, girl. We got your back. Me and my wife and I will support you 100%. And Dr. Helena sat with me and, and him and Helena is, is amazing. So in 2014, I finally registered my first business and I named it Chiropractors Management in Notary Services. So I did billing for chiropractors and I did um, credentialing and I freelanced for attorneys. It was amazing. And then um, I, I, I didn't stay with that. I liked studying. So I study other things, bookkeeping and so on. Um, immigration paperwork. Then I started affiliating myself with other businesses and, and other programs. And I said, this is what I could do for the community. I could do this for them. Mm -hmm. So I started working with the community. I started volunteering. So I volunteer for Bay State Pediatrics. Um, and I am in the board. Um, so I also volunteer as a policy counsel for the school department. I volunteer for the cheerleaders because my daughter is a cheerleader. Um, and my son is autistic, so I volunteer for a lot of things that have to do with autism. And um, I'm one of those moms that when the kids go to school, I get involved into everything. So I start doing bowls for everybody, and I start doing lunches for everybody. And oh, my, my God. God bless you, man. Yeah. Like, you have so much energy. <laughs> I just love it. And my daughter and my son is like, every time there's an event, they go like, there it goes. Just put my, my name in it because, you know, she's going to sign up. So they yeah. go ahead and they just put my name and they go like, mommy, you got to do this and that. Yeah. And um, in 2020, 21, when COVID hit, I became really sick. Mm -hmm. And I was working with an attorney and um, I got so sick. I was hospitalized with COVID. And while I was in, while I was in bed, I was working from my phone and here I am with oxygen and all these machines on and here I am texting clients and stuff like that. So I said, when I get out, I'm gonna open my own office, just my office, because in my business, I was running from other doctor's offices. I was yes. just going there doing the work, but I said, I'm gonna set up my own office. So I did, I set up my office and then that's when Davila Pagan Enterprises which, LC. Which it was awesome. And yes. we went to the opening and it was beautiful. Thank you. I love it because it's Thank very you. well 
centralized. <laughs> it's a beautiful office. You yes. have plenty of space. And you have a lot of people around you with business. Correct. I have a team. I have Um, an amazing team. So with my team, so what I did was that I wanted to help women like me in minority. Um, I wanted to help guys and females too, because guys are also victims of domestic violence. So Mm -hmm. I was a victim of domestic violence for 20 years and it was, it was a struggle for me. So I wanted to help people because I didn't get any help. So I wanted to show other people that they could do it no matter how bad they get treated. Um, So what I do in my business is that they come with an idea and I tell them, listen, if you're good at this, let's get you registered. Let's start your business. So when they leave my office, they're registered with the state, with the federal, they're registered with the city. I apply for grants for them, for loans if they need business loans. I help them with grant writing and then I set up their business accounts. I do their logos and their website. So they live with everything from here. And then I allow them to use my office so they could meet their clients so it looks professional. So I have about nine offices in this, in this location and I have two big classrooms. So I do free classes for um, taxes um, if they want to do taxes and open their own business as a tax preparer, they can do that. Um, so I certify them and I get them all the paperwork they need and I register them. I'm also doing for life insurance, um, insurance broker, um, for health insurance, for life insurance, mortgage brokers. So that's a different license. And I'm also helping them now to be travel agents. So what I do is that I get them a grant to cover for the expenses. So normally, like for example, to be a, a travel agent is $3,000, but with my program, it's only $200. And they have their own company and I set up their logo and then they sell you know, trips to anywhere, whether it's by, you know, boat or flights or hotel stay, you know, car. So my main idea is to get as many people out of the government. Yeah. The reason behind this is because while the government has us living on welfare and they have us living in shelters and in a condominium, they control what we do and where we live. But if we make minority business owner, then we could stand our ground and the government cannot choose for us. And then we could choose where to live. We could give our children a better future. And that's my main focus. Um, So with that said, um, right now, that's one of the things that I'm doing. And I'm happy because I just got uh, named an ambassador for uh, Mujer Emprende Latina. So they also do the same thing. And I'm excited to be working with them because they are nationwide. So they offer grants and um, scholarships. So if there is something that uh, one of the in the community want to study, I could Mm -hmm. apply for that um, scholarship. It gets paid and then I set up their business. Yeah, which is excellent. So these are things that I love doing. Yeah. So I want to dig a little bit because, of course, you know, this podcast is about, you know, elevating women. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you brought up, you know, the 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 fact that your mission is completely focused on helping, you know, victims of domestic violence Mm -hmm. and minorities and making sure that we can give them a better future so we can break the cycle. So Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit more about that story and how and why 
it's so important that we kind of take a stand on helping um, in, in extending our ourselves into these communities because I, it, it is a big problem right now. We we kind of put our blind eye to it, but it is a big problem right mm -hmm. now. It is a big problem, especially because a woman, not only women, because there are a lot of men that are victim of domestic violence and a yeah. lot of people don't, don't acknowledge them because they see men as the strongest um, in the food chain. In reality, they're not. They're equally um, hurt as us women. Um, they are strong, bad women are there. But, you know, I focus in, in helping everybody that has been through domestic violence. And a lot of people don't realize that domestic violence doesn't necessarily mean somebody beating you up. It also right. means somebody financially abusing you. If you're working and your partner takes your money and tells you you cannot use it, or or he you get paid $300, but he gives you $20 so you could do groceries. And then on top of that, you got to give them a receipt to prove that that's financially abusing you so that's domestic yeah. violence if somebody's screaming at you belittling you or threatening you let's say you're an immigrant right and your yeah. partner is a u.s citizen and he keeps telling you well if you don't have sex with me i'm called uh isis or well, i'm gonna call immigration or if you don't do this for me or if you don't give me your check i'm gonna call immigration that is a mental abuse that's also domestic violence so there are multiple ways of of being in a domestic violence relationship I was in a domestic violence relationship for 20 years, but before that, I was in a domestic violence as a child. Um, mm -hmm. My parents were, we come from a long family of domestic violence. Um, so I wanted to break the cycle, but in my mind, I kept thinking, I'm going to fix him. I kept making excuses. Oh, well, you know, when he drinks, he acts like a jerk. I could, if I bring him to, AA meetings, he's going to stop drinking. Yeah. He's going to stop beating me. Um, I lost a child due to the beating and um, he broke an arm. Now I have a brain tumor wow. um, because he, he separated my skull from my brain. So, you know, when I got diagnosed with that in 2013, I said, that's it. This is it. Yeah, you know, it's gonna kill me, and I have a child, and then I got pregnant of my son, and I I said, oh my God, I don't want my son to grow seeing this, so I needed to get rid mm -hmm. of him, and that's when I made my decision six years ago. We split, and it was the best decision I have ever made, wow. and um, it, people kept telling me, I don't know how you do it, Maria. You've been through so much, and you're still a business owner. You still go and smile, and you still help people. But I always tell everybody, if you allow your past and everything that hurts you, mm -hmm. bring you down, you're never going to come afloat. You cannot live in darkness because then yeah. your life is going to be mystery your entire life. Yeah. Um, I was lucky enough. I, I lost trust in men. Uh, I, it's hard for me to trust a man. It's hard for me to do anything. Um, mm -hmm. But a year ago, I met this gentleman. And we got married. Ah, that's amazing. And um, I cannot say he's a saint in heaven, <laughs> but he's the best I've met so far. <laughs> <laughs> Better keep up. 
for him. Yes, he's he's great with my children. Um, one of the things that was worrying me was like, I'm never gonna meet somebody that's gonna love me with my scars. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but he does. He 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 knew what I went through. He knows what my kids went through, and he's so gentle with my kids. And I will forever be thankful for that. But you know, I worked hard. I continued to study. I didn't allow it to 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 put me down. I used that as a weapon to be successful, to show my kids that no matter how many times I was being beaten down, I was getting up. And yeah. I am here today doing that. And that's what I tell all the girls. I talk to girls in shelters. I talk to girls and gentlemen that I have been, you know, uh, and incarcerated for that reason too, mm -hmm. because there's a lot of innocent people in jail too. I yeah. have met multiple gentlemen that have been in domestic violence, but because we live in a state that is all about women, when you go to court and the woman say, oh, he hit me, automatically the man goes to jail. Yeah. And he, and no matter how many times he said, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, the judge don't believe them. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of innocent guys in jail for that. So when they come out, I try to help them build their business because then once they're in jail, nobody wants to give them an opportunity. No, no. You know? So we do that to here. We we help them with, you know, they're good painters, they're good contracting. So we get them their licenses and we set them up and they're good to go, you know. Yeah. But to everybody that has been in, in an abusive relationship, don't stay in there. An abuser will always be an abuser. They never yeah. change. Yeah. Never change. That's, that it's, uh, you know, you can't change people. People no. is, people can only change themselves, right? So right. if someone is unwilling and it always falls back into mm -hmm. what the usual is there is no saving they, they you know they have to do the work themselves you cannot do it for them exactly um, and i think you know you can be a supporter just like you are doing right i will support you to get a better life but that person needs to want to do exactly. to have a better life you know exactly. so I think I think it is very commendable what you are doing because um, and I appreciate you not taking a, a bias side into the whole situation because um, it is hard to go through abuse and then have the 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 homelessness to actually say, hey, I know this happened to me and we it was done by a male, but they also deserve you know an opportunity and i think that's so humbling of you yes it is correct i believe a lot of men deserve a second chance and a lot of men deserve to to be respected and cared for any it, and it's like i tell <laughs> i tell them listen my husband is it's so funny because my husband tells me all the time when we first met i was the one bringing him flowers yeah and he's like that's something I should do. And I'm like, why? Because you're the man? No, I have to pamper you too. You know what I mean? So it's funny. Like a lot of people don't see men because they ask yes. men have to have a certain way of treating a woman. And, and that's not how it goes. When you're partners, you both are equally treated. Yeah. You both get pampered. You both get respected. You both have to love each other. You both share everything. So, yeah. you know, it, that's the way I think. And I wish a lot of people thought the same way. But for the women that are listening to this video and they are in a domestic violence and they have immigration problems, just so you know, I know it has nothing to do with this, but you do have rights. Just because you're here illegally, that does not mean 
that you don't have rights. And I, in my office, we do not charge for asylum. We help you fill out the paperwork and we submit it. There's no charge for it. It's completely free. And I have been lucky enough to have helped a lot of women go through that. And um, they have gotten approved in less than a month. So by the by um, the government. So if you're amazing. in a relationship, you you have to speak up. Yeah, I I do agree. I do agree. So Maria, tell me a little bit about you know you are um, helping a lot of the community there. Um, so tell me a little bit about the 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 satisfaction that comes with you know being that powerhouse that is available to help others i know it, it sounds like a selfish question because it's to talk about yourself <laughs> but you know i i also think that behind the dissatisfaction of growing a business there is also a lot that personally helps you to keep going so mm -hmm. how does it feel that you know so many people can count on you It feels awesome because when I was getting, you know, when I started, when I was young, I didn't have that backup. I'm always somebody yeah. else's backup. Mm. So I grew up thinking I'm always needed somewhere. Yeah. Um, so when people come here, it's funny you say that because when people come here, they think I'm either their family member or their therapist. But they come here for a business and they up talking about their private life and they cry, they hug me. And then I come like, oh Maria, and I feel good because if they if they see that they can trust me, yeah. you know, that means I'm doing a good job. And right. I have people that have been with me for 15 years, 20 years. Yeah. You know, it's 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 amazing. And I have people that say, Hey, my sister referred me to you and my cousin referred me to you. Most of my business, like I literally don't spend any money in advertising. Most of my business is word of mouth. I I have family members after family members. I do taxes too, and they love how I you know I always get them a lot of money. So they're always calling, "Hey, my uncle said you got this amount. Can you get me this amount too?" I'm like, "Let me see what can I do." You know, so it's, it's I'm amazing. coming. I'm coming to you, Marie. I need my. I don't no, want to pay I really any love money. It. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I do love it. It gives me a sense of of accomplishment to help people, and I think. Yeah. I don't do it because I'm not the type to record when people give me compliments. I don't post them on Facebook. I don't do any of that because I don't look for validation. But I I believe that the more good I do in life, the more stars I get above in heaven. And when I get to depart this world, I'm gonna go to a safe place. That's what I yeah. think. So, that's, I so that's yeah, I like doing things. I love it. I love it. So for those women listening today, you know, what is the message of empowerment that you want to give them so they can keep moving forward? Stop being scared. Stop being scared. There's nothing worse than being scared. Change your mindset. Everything that you think and you say comes to reality. So if you think you're gonna be successful and you say, I am gonna be successful, you will be successful. Instead of looking at yourself in the mirror and feeling sorry for yourself, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm a strong woman, I will do this. You don't know how many times I had to do that with tears and with swollen face after beating, 
And I stood up in front of the mirror and I used to say, I'm going to come out of this. I'm going to be alive. I'm going to be able to raise my kids. I'm going to be successful. And here I am. Yeah. And I think it's it speaks to your character, too. <laughs> you know, you are um, amazing. And I think if all you. the good that you were doing and that you've been doing for others for so many years is paying back. And yes. there is a lot of truth to that. Like the more good you do, the more you receive, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I really appreciate you being here and, and having the courage to share your story mm -hmm. uh, and share with us all the amazing things and your why. Um, I think it's extremely powerful. And I cannot wait to like work more with you when I open on on um, <laughs> on the office. And it's Tuesday. I am so I know. excited. I'm excited too. I can't wait. I, I was like, close. I was like, what do I wear? How do I do my hair? You know, I was like, I need to look professional. And I know. I and I was like, oh my Lord, this is, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. I am so excited to like, you know, get to like work with all of you and just grow together and and just help each other and uplift each other so i really appreciate you guys welcoming me into into the, the new community i know um, you're gonna and, love it here people are really really you're gonna love it here you're gonna get so many clients it's crazy i mean you're gonna yeah. see Yes, and I really appreciate it. So um, again, thank you so much for being here. I know it's a Friday night and that, you know, we all have families to go to, but mm -hmm. your story, it was something that I did not want to pass on. So this is Maria Davila, everybody. If you need anything, if you want an, an ear or do you need any business advice or anything that she can help you with, please reach out to her and check the notes more of, you know, her story, her business, um, and her contact information. So thank you, Maria, and have an amazing night. You're welcome. You too. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Life is meant to be fun. You're not hurting anyone. Nobody loses. Music make you free Be what you wanna be Make no excuses I appreciate you listening today Remember that it is your reaction to adversity No adversity itself That determines how your life story will develop Now it is the time to do something meaningful And impactful with your story Help empower others Or empower yourself To break that glass ceiling That holds you back don't forget to visit our website to learn more about our guests from today and connect with us on LinkedIn and Instagram. My name is Monica Duani, and I cannot wait to see you transcend. Oh.